0: Welcome to Rema for Today Radio.
1: I'd rather just side in with the Word. You know, siding in, you know what I mean? Siding in, taking sides with the Word of God is taking sides with God. That's being on God's side. Amen. And I'd rather just side in with the Word than to side in with man, hadn't you?
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue this series, In Him, by Kenneth e. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching on who we are as believers in Christ. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth e. Hagan's message.
1: lady came to me. I was teaching along this line one time, no day service. And I was established in the fact that we are the righteousness of God in him. See, and when you know that, your faith will work. That's the reason a lot of people's faith won't work. And so this lady came to me after service, said, Brother Hagin, now you said, you know, that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. No, I said, I didn't say that. Oh, you did too, I heard you. Oh, I said, no, you're mistaken, I didn't say that. Well, you did. No, I said, I didn't. Well, I can just prove it. Waved her hand back by any number of people. No, I said, I didn't say that. The Bible said it. Now, see, she's very argumentative to begin with. Her voice had that edge to it. She said, oh. Turned around walked off. See, if the Bible said it, she's not going to argue with the Bible. If you're saved, you're not going to argue with the Bible. See, the, the written word is to take the same place in our lives as Jesus, the living word. That's the way you're going to learn of him. Are you listening? And so if you're really walking with him, you're not going to argue and fuss with him. She said, oh, turned around and walked off. Now another lady came another time, another meeting. And I don't know why. It's, well, I guess one reason is always more women than men. Men's working a lot of time in the daytime, day And she said, brother, you taught that? I said, I sure did. I don't plead guilty. Yeah, but she said, I just know that's not true. Well, I said, do you mean to tell me the Bible's not true? Well, here's what the Bible said. Just open my Bible. She didn't let her read the verse again. I noticed she didn't have the Bible. See, if she'd had her Bible with me and opened it and read the verses as we read them, she'd have known what the Bible said. But she was just sure it didn't say that. I just opened my Bible, had her to read it. She read him who knew no sin was made to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. She called the Bible and said, well, Bible or no Bible, I know it's not so. Now, folks like that in bad shape. I mean, I mean you're sort of in no man's land. You're out where God can't help you, even though he wants to, and where the devil can enter into your innermost counsel. I'd rather just side in with the word. Amen. You know, siding in, you know what I mean But siding in? Taking sides with the word of God is taking sides with God. Amen. That's being on God's side. Amen. And I'd rather just side in with the Word than to side in with man, hadn't you? Now, this righteousness, now notice, him who knew no sin was made to be sin for us that we might might be made the righteousness of God or become the righteousness of God in him. Now, is that righteousness like it was in the Old Testament just reckoned unto them? Or do we become righteous in him? See, the text said, of him, of God, are ye in Christ Jesus, who is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption. No, thank God it's a reality. Then this redemption that he says is ours, is this redemption metaphysical? Or is it a reality? Thank God, it's a reality. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? Now here's a verse of scripture before we close. And I don't know. I got several verses here. We may just go on for a while. Turn to Jude. You know, Jude just has one chapter. Jude, the t- oh, did you shout you shouting close? Now how many of you shout shouting close tonight? Amen. Get ready. Get ready. Jude 24, 24th verse, just one chapter. I, I just wonder if this word can be depended upon. wonder if it's true. Now unto him, praise God, that's Jesus, isn't it? That is able to keep you from falling. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Somebody said to me one time, knowing my Baptist background, said, Brother Egan, said, do you believe in backsliding? I said, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. No.
1: Well, they said, well, you believe you can can backslide, don't you? I said, that's quite obvious. A lot of people do. But I said, I believe in practicing what you believe so I don't believe in backsliding, so I don't practice it. See, a lot of folks must believe in it, so they practice it. But I believe that he's able. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. Is he or is he not? Thank God he is. Now, notice, and to present you faultless. Hallelujah. You know, that just simply means without fault. Hallelujah. Now, unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. I tell you, I think a lot of Christians don't even know that verse is in there. But I wonder what it's doing in there. Does it belong to us? Is it for us? Or does that verse just in there sort of hold the rest of it together? No, thank God it belongs to us. Now, is that presence, notice he said, in the presence, faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Is that presence of which he speaks here, before which we are to be set with exceeding joy, is it after death or is it now? Now Now it seems very clear to me that we live in his presence now. That we walk in his presence now. If He, Jesus, cannot present us now before His presence, God's presence, with exceeding joy, He certainly cannot present us before the presence of the Father God after death with exceeding joy. If it requires death to cleanse us from sin, then we're left in an unhappy dilemma because death is of the devil not of God. It's an enemy. The last enemy that will be put under feet. So it would indicate that God in his redemptive plan was not able to give us the victory. He needed the devil to complete his redemptive plan. No, thank God he doesn't need the devil to complete his redemptive plan. If you live a life of weakness and defeat, it's just simply because you do not know what you are in Christ. Now I want you to notice something else about this verse. Because see, we get back in the natural if we're not careful, looking at things from the natural standpoint. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. He's our helper. You can't do it yourself. But he can. Are you listening? And that's the reason many fail. They try to to live the Christian life. They try to do everything within their own strength. Amen. Well, I'm trying to hold out faithful to the end. Y'all pray for me that I'll hold out faithful to the end. Paul said right in the church at Ephesus, you know, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Well, I'm trying to be strong. I know you're trying to be strong in yourself. No, be strong in the Lord. Now, how are you strong in the Lord? Find all those scriptures that said you're in him and be strong in them. Start confessing that's mine. That's who I am. I'm in him. Hallelujah. I'm in him. Glory to God. That's who I am. That's being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Yeah, pray for me that i'll hold out faithful to the end i don't know maybe younger folks if you haven't studied history you know you don't know so much about it because it all happened before your day but back in the 30s you know when mr hitler was headed up the germans you know and 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 he he made a uh, built a dirgeable, you know graf zeppelin and then united states government did some experimenting in lighter-than-air aircraft, and they, they built about three dirgibles. And in 1937, I saw a picture on the front of the Dallas Times Herald, Dallas, of uh, one of them there in Akron, Ohio, that they were uh, about to, well, they were trying to moor it to a mast. In other words, there was a steel tower, and they're going to tie that thing to that tower. They had about 250 soldiers holding, uh, or enlisted men holding ropes and you know, to hold the thing down till they get it secured to that tower. Something happened in that a gust of wind or something came along and lifted the thing it, it was, suddenly went right back up in that. Now see, you got to realize that these things, you know, were new. You know, people didn't see things like that. I can remember the last church I that. you know, in 46 through 47, just after the war, you know. And I was going up to Dallas one day, and, and oh, 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 Highway 80, and, and all of those... Uh, you know, cars were stopped everywhere, and people was out looking, and, and I said, well, what in the world are they looking at? I pulled over the side of the highway, everybody stopped, a- And they were flying, you know. Um, we'd never seen a big airplane, B-52s. Then I thought that was the biggest thing I'd ever seen in my life. I can remember, you see, in my day, you know, because we'd never seen an airplane. When an air- I don't care what but an airplane went well, over, boy, everybody ran run out of the house and looked. you know. Well, you've never seen anything like that. Now, we don't pay attention to them. You know what I mean? How I many of you know what I'm talking about? Sure, some of you don't see well, now that's where with this. These are very oddities, you know. There's a crowd of people out there to see this thing, you know. Suddenly that well, just just popped back up in the air, you see. Well, now some of those fellas, these soldiers, had presence of mind enough to turn loose those ropes. Others waited too long. When they turned loose, they plummeted down and hit the, the cement, you know, and concrete. And some of them broke their legs, and several of them killed.
0: You're listening to Rema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. This month's special is Lynette's Bargain Bag, chocked full of incredible bargains for just $19.95. This offer includes the books How to Live Worry-Free and It's Your Move by Ken Hagen, How You Can Know the Will of God, the Slimline Book by Kenneth E. Hagen, the CD How You Can Have Success by Lynette Hagen, and the CD How to Receive God's Best from Kenneth E. Hagen. All this and the tote bag are just $19.95. That's a retail value of $38.85. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma. 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
1: It's April 26th through the 28th. We've got uh, Rhema we've got College Co- weekend. Rhema College Weekend. That's right. Uh, you get to attend class. You have, have lunch, lunch with, with the, the staff. staff. There's tours and some recreation, and then there's a job and housing fairs. We'd just love to have you come there. If you want more information about signing up and how to get signed up and all that, go to rbtc.org, and That's it's right. right there, and you can sign up. We'll be looking for you, okay?
0: Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth e. Hagan in HIM. Thanks for listening to Rayma for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.